This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Thank you for being here. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it. Rocket can. Will Middlebrooks, my colleague, joining us right now, longtime major leaguer. You can see him on CBS Sports HQ. Nesson, follow him on Twitter at Middlebrooks. Will, what's going on, buddy? What's up, Bill? Dude, let me start with this. I, let me start a little personal stuff. Just congratulations to your household, your wife, my colleague, Jenny Dell, massively, massively talented person, just got a huge job named CBS Sports' lead college football reporter. So congrats to her from me through you, and congrats just thank to your household. You. Yeah, we, we are fired up. I mean, I've been watching, you know, for the last nine seasons since she's been with CBS, putting in the work, traveling, grinding, going out to the, you know, Mountain West, Flying out to the West Coast every week from Florida, you know, taking red eyes back home. It's getting home at 7 a.m. and snapping into super mom mode. So it, it's pretty cool to see all that hard work pay off for her. It is really nice to see uh, good people get rewarded and see the universe kind of reward that kind of that kind of work. And just and she's just such a great person. I'm talking to Will Middlebrooks here on the show. All right, let's get to a little uh, a little a little baseball. What do you make of just the the absolute crush of home runs and obviously Aaron Judge at the, the the forefront of this is this launch angle is this athletes getting bigger and stronger there's a lot of guys right now putting up some some huge home run numbers what what do you make of it yeah well I mean compared to the beginning of the year when it's cold and now every stadium has a humidor which is supposed to you know make everything equal uh playing fields at every stadium and every elevation and this and that uh I don't want to get too deep into that but yeah, I mean, guys are bigger, stronger. I think the hitting philosophies now are different. Um, it used to be, you know, get on top, hit a line drive, hit a ground ball in the hole. Now it's about lifting the ball because guys are stronger. They're learning how to hit the ball in the air and have it fly out of ballparks. But, yeah, Aaron, Aaron Judge, my God, man. This guy's uh, arguably the best player in baseball right now. When Aaron Judge is healthy and on the field for 140, 150-plus games every year, he will continue to be the best player on the field. He's that talented. Will, what, what's a realistic number he can get to this year in terms of home runs? 55, oh, 60, man. north of that? I think I think we're looking mid to upper 50s. You know, obviously, if he's healthy, I think 60 is a number. What is he at, 30 now, 31? He, he's right there uh, on pace for around 60. I think he can do it, man. Honestly, I think it's a real possibility, especially in that stadium, uh, in that lineup with other good hitters around him. They can't really pitch around him. Anthony Rizzo will take you deep. You know, Donaldson will take you deep. Stanton will take you deep. Pick your poison, right? And, you know, I was digging deeper into his numbers and trying to figure out what's he doing different this year. We knew how well he hit the ball to the opposite field, which is great uh, at Yankee Stadium because the ball flies to right field, as we know, uh, with the short ports there. But he hits the ball to center field well. The last few years, he hasn't pulled the ball in the air. 
this year he's doing that. He's a complete hitter. There's no hole in his swing. And I don't want to get too deep into analytics, but it's kind of fun to dig into this because it can tell you a lot about how dominant a player has been. So there's a stat called a barrel percentage. Now, a barrel is a ball with an exit velocity of at least 98 miles an hour and a launch angle between 26 and 30 degrees. So it's, it's, a, it's hammered. It's a crushed baseball. Average in baseball barrel, barrel percentage between all, all hitters is 6.7%. Aaron Judge has a 25% barrel percentage this year. So one-fourth of his swings are at least 98 miles an hour off the bat. That, I, that is, I've never heard that, and I, I love that stuff. That's that is that is Will Middlebrooks here on the show. That is crazy. Is that that kind of a deep dive, analytical sabermetricians analysis barrel percentage? Is that solely Will something that just tells us information about what's happening, or can, is there any way a player can take that and try to increase their barrel percentage? Is that just a measurement rather than a tool for for a hitter to make an adjustment? It's a tool for us to analyze guys and you know peel back the layers and. T- trying to say like why is he better why is he this and even more uh, it's for the front offices as far as grading guys and paying guys which you know he's coming up on a free agency uh that's gonna they're gonna have to write him a massive check which he i mean he's earned it it might have a three in front of it honestly um and he's 30 31 years old so that'd be impressive to see if they're gonna sign him through you know age 40 which the new york yankees should they should sign him they're the new york yankees uh you can't let him walk out especially for your fan base i mean what he's done for that team, you got to keep him around. But um, back to your original question, can players use stuff like barrel percentage? No, I think it's more of a, a measuring stick to say, oh, like I'm not barreling balls. But as a hitter, you don't need to know the percentage to know how you feel at the plate, if you're hitting balls hard or not. Um, so uh, the analytics don't play into hitters as much. The metrics, the measurements, uh, how hard you're hitting the ball, things like that you can look into. But it all comes back to just fundamentals and mechanics for yourself. Will Middlebrooks here on the show. Will, you, you touched on that Yankees lineup and just how brutal it is for any pitcher to try and wade through it and, and get through it. And the Yankees have obviously a corresponding record that is remarkable. But if we, and I know we're not there yet, but if we fast forward to the postseason, would you still say in, in a series the Yankees are the best team in the American League, best team in baseball, or would you throw the Astros or another squad in that mix if it was actually postseason baseball? I mean, the Astros are 100% in the mix. I still think the no one's on the New York Yankees level. I mean, we they were on pace for 121 wins at one point, which is ridiculous. The all-time record of the regular season is 116 last time by the 2001 Seattle Mariners. Um, but they they were in line for, for some regression. I mean, let's, let's be honest. 120 wins is, is absurd. Um the good thing for the Yankees, they haven't seen many guys on the IL. That's where it always hurts them. Injuries eat them alive because they have their three, four, five hitters all at the same time seem to get hurt every year. Uh, their one, two, three pitchers are always on the IL. Well, that hasn't happened this year. They get it, they were getting career years out of guys like Matt Carpenter coming back. Uh, Nestor Cortez, their number five starter there for a while, was one of the best pitchers in baseball. So um, they were in line for some regression. But I expect them to get hot again. Like if, if they're twenty-eight and fourteen in the AL East right now, and that's arguably the best division in baseball. Will Middlebrooks here on the show on Bill Ryder, CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Will, another week, another Shohei Otani fact that is just mind-boggling. This one is the dude is is a two-way All-Star again this year. Guy can hit, guy can pitch. Obviously, you played the game. You're in the majors. You're at a high level. Do you think what he's doing inspires any awe from the guys around him, the guys that actually play baseball the level you did? Oh, yeah, every day. I mean, I had two buddies. So I, I live with Mike Trout in the fall league in, in 2011. So I've, I've always stayed pretty close with Mike. 
Justin Upton was there with him. He was him. He was one of my groomsmen in my wedding. We got close when we played in San Diego together. So I talked to those guys about Otani. Who they get? To, they got to see him every day on an everyday basis. And both of those guys said, like, this guy is an absolute freak show unicorn, the coolest thing I have ever seen. Like Mike Trout saying, like, I enjoy watching Shohei do anything. He's that special. He's that cool of a player. And that's coming from a guy who's arguably could go down as one of the best players of all time. I, yeah, Mike Trout is. I mean, that is that. So uh, let's, I didn't know that you had that relationship with Trout. And, and at the risk of asking you something a little too personal with your buddy, we talk on the show a lot so much just how much I covet, would love, and I'm not an Angels fan, to see Mike Trout in deep in the postseason, how good I think that would be for, for baseball, and obviously how great it would be for, for him. Obviously, he seems like he's a pretty a pretty patient guy as it relates to wanting to be in that organization. Where do you think his head is at, just in terms of his remarkable talent, which is undisputed, coupled with an absolute lack of opportunity for the most part in the postseason? Yeah, you know, you hate – these are questions I don't really ask him, just because now that, you know, I'm in the media and things like that, I don't want to put him in a position to, you know – have to lie to me, so. <laughs> but um, uh, I hate it. I, I, like you said, you want to see the best players of the sport in the spotlight on the biggest stage at the biggest time of the year, which is October. Uh, and I just feel like Mike Trout's prime has been and is being wasted right now, along with Shohei Otani. Like these guys don't grow on trees; they're not going to be around forever. Um, that I mean, I can't be like, hey, trade him. I can't. You can't spend someone else's money or tell them how to run their team. But at the same time, it's like. For the fans, you know, and I know there's a deeper level to this, but I, I want to see those guys in the postseason. Is it ever going to happen? I always thought Trout would end up um, either with the Phillies because he's a huge Philly fan uh, or the Yankees because it's close to home as well. They're in Millville, uh, New Jersey, but um, it just hasn't happened. And I, I he loves Anaheim. He loves the front office. He loves everyone there. Um, I could see him retiring as an angel. Uh, I don't like that, but, you know, for him, if that's what's best for him, that's all that matters. Will Middlebrooks here on the show. One more Otani question for you. We've seen guys come along who are so talented and so charismatic and so compelling that it inspires generations of players. I would make the argument that's happened with Steph Curry, like guys trying to play like him, and Tiger Woods, right? Like a whole different level of golf and some of the guys and the way they attack courses inspired by, by Tiger Woods. If enough players like you, enough young guys who are 10, 11, 12 years old, decided they want to be Shohei Otani is there a reality where 15 years from now we could have five or 10 or 20 guys doing what Shohei Otani is doing in the major leagues? I mean, I think guys try to do it all the time. I'm just not sure they're as talented as him. Like I said, when you have a guy like Mike Trout saying this is the best player I've ever seen, that's pretty special. So I don't know if anyone will ever be on that level where you're hitting 40 home runs a year and have an ERA that starts with a two. Like this is, this is God-level things. Like we need to not – get used to this let's not get numb to this because what he's doing which and i'm guilty of it oh yeah so hey another you know seven innings two hits no runs you know he had a, he, he went hit a homer you know switched to dh you know with the new otani role hit a game winning homer you just get used to it because we see it so often from him but back to your original question yeah it should inspire guys to not specialize and you're seeing so many 10 11 12 13 year olds or just a pitcher, or just this, or just play one sport. Play every sport. Play every position. How do you know how good you're going to be at, at one thing when you're 12 years old? So do everything. And I, and, I, and hopefully, like you said, this, this encourages and inspires guys to pursue this at a higher level, starting at, in high school, starting in college, and hopefully get into the professional level. 
Well, I love that answer. I live in Manhattan Beach, California, and I love Manhattan Beach. But this is a story that reflects my community. I, I'm a pretty, despite appearances, I'm a pretty good tennis player. I played at a pretty high level. And one of the most hum- hum- humbling moments of my life was, like, pretty high in my little tennis league in Manhattan Beach, losing to a 10 or 11-year-old. I remember old the kid. He was my daughter's age. It was The kid was unbelievable. And the next time I saw him, bumped into him. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen on the ladder. The kid gave up tennis. I think he was 31st in the state of California in tennis to solely focus. I can't remember if it was baseball or football. But but to your point, I'm assuming based on your answer, you were a professional athlete. Did you play a bunch of sports when you were younger, or was that the model back when you were doing your thing? Because I, I just hate it for these kids. I really do, just that I see every day. If there was a competition, I was in it. I played every sport. In high school, I played football, basketball, baseball. I ran track. I played golf. Uh if there was a ping pong team, I would have been on it. And that's just who I was. And my dad, my dad is, has been a high school football coach for 40 years in Texas. He just retired. So congrats, dad, if you're listening. But um, he was always a multi-sport athlete. He always co- coached multiple sports. And he always said, if you want to be the best athlete, you look at each sport. Each sport's best players are the best athletes, it seems. They're able to do you know, more things because the more sports you play, your body learns how to move differently. You learn how to stay healthy. Uh, you learn it mentally. Like football was good for me for mental toughness that I didn't learn in other sports. So you take things from everything and can apply it to each sport as well, and it makes you an overall better product. I love that answer. Will Middlebrooks here on the show. Uh, Will, last one for you. About three weeks until the trade deadline, any teams that you expect to be hyper-aggressive or, or pull some surprises between, between now and then? Oh man, it's so. This is the time where you're. It's just like throwing questions in the air, trying to throw stuff at the wall and see if it sticks. Um, you know, there's obviously some big names, some big pitchers. Frankie Montas, who has had a little bit of an injury issue, he's pitching here soon uh, in the next couple of days. So I think a lot of eyes will be on him because he's going to be on the market as an arm. Luis Castillo uh, for the Reds, another starting pitcher. I'm keeping my eyes on the White Sox because if they keep losing, and they were my, I picked them to win the Central, and they just they haven't they haven't been healthy, they haven't played well. Guys have come back from injury and not played well. Uh, I don't know if it's La Russa, if he's going to stick around, what's going on there. But either way, if they keep losing, they might. you might see like a Lucas Giolito, uh, Jose Abreu, like big names maybe get moved uh, with, with their free agency coming up. Uh, another one I would look at, the New York Yankees are going to look to get better. One of the holes in their lineups is, is Joey Gallo. He, he's not hitting. I love Joey Gallo. One of my favorite teammates I ever played with. I played with him in Texas. Um, the guy can hit the ball a, a mile. But he's just not running into it very often. He's a good outfielder. He's got a good arm. He's a gold glove defender in right field. But look for them to try to make a splash with a guy like Andrew Benatendi, who, uh, you know, is putting together good numbers out in Kansas City. Not big power numbers, but he's hitting over 300. He's a good outfielder, uh, and he can kind of fill that void. They have enough power hitters in New York. Uh, and then if there's one other team that I think is interesting to follow here, would be, and I, I can't believe I'm saying this, watch the Baltimore Orioles. Hmm. Watch the I know they're at the, in the cellar still. They're only two games back of a wild card spot. And they're full of. They were on an eight game win streak right now. I was. I had all written them off uh, to dead, uh, and I figured Trey Mancini, Jorge Lopez, their closer, Anthony Santander, an outfielder. I, I thought those guys would all be on the trade block. They would clean out. You know, they have their young, good group of players that they're going to build around the next few years. Um, but if they're going to be in the mix, like this AL wild card is absurd right now. I know there's still, you know, 70 games left to play, but keep your eye on the Baltimore Orioles. I cannot believe that's coming out of my mouth right now, but watch them. 
I love man, what a great interview. I love that answer. I love the conversation. Will Middlebrooks, appreciate you, buddy. Thank you for being on. Uh, please pass on my congratulations to Jenny. And uh, as always, really, really appreciate the time. I will, I will, Bill. This was a good time. Let's do it again soon. All right, pal. Appreciate you. Great interview. Will Middlebrooks crushed it. Crushed it. I like. By the way, I'm kind of. I, 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 Tom, I, I, I don't bet a lot of baseball. I thought about betting on the Orioles to like win the World Series next year, but I couldn't find out where to do a like that kind of a future. They have an amazing farm system. I have a bunch of their young dudes on my ridiculously deep fantasy baseball team, so I follow them more closely than I should. They are they're an interesting baseball team for a team that was a dumpster fire a year ago. They're playing well. A lot of young yeah. players, as you said, an ascending team. It took them a while to get there. There have been a lot of down years, but they're playing. The problem for me is they play in the most competitive division in baseball. Yeah, that's a long mountain to climb. By the way, sometimes, this happened a few weeks ago, sometimes when, when I'm doing the show, whoever's producing me, if you're not around, forgets that we're doing Skype, so just craziness, chaos ensues. Now, I don't know if you forgot or not, but I saw your eyes, and I admitted I lost to a 10- or 11-year-old. It was it was humbling. So I don't forget that I'm on Skype. I do have this problem where my emotions just, yeah, they, it, they just, they're, it they're written all over me. Uh, yes, I was a little surprised by that one. I beat the kid twice. He beat me once. And then I beat another 10-year-old twice. And a bunch of my buddies lose these guys because they're just, it's weird. It's just a weird, because you're like, oh, isn't that, isn't that neat? And then the sure. forehand like goes sure. down the line. Right, You're right. like, oh. And they never run out of energy. <laughs> Drop shots don't work, Tom. Uh, Will was great, by the way. That was a great interview. Um, we got buy or sell, and, and D cell, who likes to like you know, give it a little theme, told me it's darkness and light mixed together. So it's a very drastic buy or sell. Mind blown. Next here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. What is going on? Bill Ryder with you along with Tom DeCelestino. Earlier in the show, we did stuff you shouldn't say because of John Morant. We're going to circle back to it later. Would you like one more real quick? Absolutely. Do you want the Andy Roddick story or the NBA PR guy story that got aggressive? This is a tough call here. I feel a lot of pressure. I'm going to say Andy Roddick story. Excellent. This will be the last time Andy ever comes on the radio show if he ever, you know, comes on again. So Andy, I like Andy a lot. And Andy's a really smart guy. Look, this is about me, what I shouldn't have said. Let me just set this up. But, like, the guys that played professional sports, some of them, like Andy Roddick, Donovan McNabb, Gary Payton, those guys got to the places they got professionally, Randy Moss, because they thought they were smarter, better, more talented than everyone on the face of the earth, including each other. It's certainly me. So we're having some argument about something that happened involving Kevin Durant, actually, in the in the little green room thing. And I would go on the show, and I'd be on with, like, three or four people. We never did one-on-one debates. And I said something, and Andy... Being, and Andy's a friend of mine. And he's like, that's, you're, you're dumb. That's stupid. And came at me. And I just laughed. And, you know, everyone's like, yeah, yeah. Whatever those guys said, like, they're right. You know, I could, I could say, well, I think the earth is actually flat. And one of the things I think, I think it's flat. Everybody's like, yeah, I'm kind of with Andy on this. You know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with Donovan. And, 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 and someone's like, you guys should debate. And Roddick's like, I'll debate on the show tonight. And I turned to him and I'm like, dude, you don't want to debate me. And he's like, what? Are you scared? I'm like, no, dude. Like, you're like the tall, good-looking athlete. All of you are. I'm smarter than you, and I will humiliate you on national TV. Like, let's just like stay in our lane. You can be the <laughs> alpha and joke about and 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 he and so he he didn't appreciate it because I did destroy him on TV, and he went back into a uh, little room and threw a bunch of stuff. If I remember right, maybe he didn't throw stuff. It more like anger, and uh, yeah. That that's just me telling Andy Rock basically I'm smarter than you. I think I think we're both lucky he didn't throw you <laughs> as, as part of this stuff in the uh, in the <laughs> avocado room. He definitely got. They, actually, they gave us a podcast because of that, and then he would just go at me. I'd be like, okay, well, guess we're just gonna argue for an hour. <laughs> but people, I guess, enjoyed it. All right, uh, say you shouldn't say to your colleague. Yeah, you're. I'm a lot smarter than you. Let's just how to avoid that. But I guess that's two things. Where I've basically. Okay, more arrogant than you. Name of the show. Name of the show. Let's do buy or sell. Change subjects. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. Let's jump right into it. Another day, another report about the Seattle Seahawks having potential interest in trading for a quarterback. This time... It comes from Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. He's reporting that Seattle has, quote, internal discussions about trading for Jimmy Garoppolo. Buy or sell that either Drew Locke or Geno Smith, who are currently on the Seahawks roster, will be their week one starter. Will be. I know Jeremy. He's a very talented guy. Um, Very good reporter. Who's he work for? Still at ESPN? Still with uh, ESPN. Okay, we're not going to have him on that. Um, I like him, though. He's a good dude. I'll buy that. 
Bye. I think you made this point. I'm just going to latch on to D-Cell's excellent and I think astute interpretation. I think Seattle doesn't want to win. I think they're in full-on tank mode. I think part of tanking is to be able to draft and find down the road the right quarterback. I don't think they want Jimmy G. I think he's not good enough to win the Super Bowl for them and too good to help them lose as many games as humanly possible. I mean, it's getting exhausting at this point. They have interest in Jimmy G. They had interest in Baker. No, they don't. They don't. They never did. They never will. They're going with what they got for better or for worse. And this season is going to play out however it does. If they win four games, two games, eight games, and they will be in the market for a quarterback come this time next season. That's how it's going to play out. Wouldn't it be ironic if they went after Baker? Uh, that would, yes, Man, that would like, really be full circle there. I'm trying to come around to Baker having a good year, by the way. I want to believe it. I just don't think he's with the organization that set him up for that. I think he was in, in the right spot. It could happen. I don't think he's in the right spot. I believe that. All right. Let's, I think that's probably right. Let's continue on with the NFL here. After 21 years, Heinz Field, home of the Steelers, will have a new name. AccuSure Stadium. AccuSure is a Michigan-based insurance firm, and they now have the naming rights for the stadium for the next 15 years. Buy or sell, it will take you longer to adjust to saying AccuSure Stadium than it will the Washington Commanders. I'm uh, AccuSure. I'm never going to say that word again. Bye. Yeah. So nobody sell likes it. change. It's not easy. I don't like change. Sell. Sell. What? What is Acrish? I guess it's working. What is Acrisure? Insurance firm based out of Michigan. Okay. Doesn't really roll off the tongue. And Heinz Field. I mean, I know it wasn't always their name, but it just fit. It just it. They just went together. I gotta say that stadium name doesn't commanders my attention. Sell. What do you mean sell? feel like you tried a little too hard on that one. Wow. Will you? Wow. First, let's start with this one. Are you going to just say Washington or are you going to try for the commanders? Because I know this hasn't been easy for either one of us to spit out Washington commanders. I'm going to say commanders eventually. I don't commanders you to do it, but I suggest it. (laughs) All right. On that note, let's get to some NBA (laughs) here. Yesterday, we discussed Damian Lillard's and Bradley Beal's loyalty in signing with their respective teams. While Chicago's Zach Levine, who was fresh off of signing a five-year, $215 million deal, which, oh, by the way, was the richest deal in Bulls history, revealed that he didn't even meet with any other organizations in free agency, saying that he thought it would be disrespectful. Buy or sell that Zach Levine should have at least listened to other teams in free agency. I'll, I'll sell that. So, sell. look, I think it's all situational, and you can obviously do whatever you want, but it's a it's 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 a, a super max deal for him. Right? It's the most money he can make. They built the team around him. They were really good last year. When everybody was healthy, they had the, a record that would have been second or third in the East. He's the lynch. I, I love it. You're in the right place. Stay there. So I know. I doesn't think he should have been Levining. Levining. So wow! Uh, you know what? I'm going to change that one. Bye. Upon was... fur- upon further review, we have an overruling. Now, right. if you're Zach Levine, you're younger. You're maybe more talented, but wasn't he second fiddle last season to Demar Derozan? Yeah, but I think that I think a couple things. One, 
I don't think that'll last. And two, I think if if if, if he's paying attention, Steph Curry was second fiddle and won two championships with Durant, and it all worked out for Steph Curry. Not for Durant, but for, for Steph Curry. All right, let's continue here in the NBA. According to Woj, the NBA's Board of Governors is expected to approve the play-in tournament on a yearly basis, while further discussions on an in-season tournament will continue. Buy or sell that an in-season tournament will be as successful as the play-in tournament has been. So I didn't like this idea when it came when they first floated years ago, but I've become a soccer fan. So I have a totally different understanding. Soccer ruins it again. Soccer! Soccer! I'm going to buy. I think I think the in-season tournament's going to be cool. Buy. I think it's going to take... Here's the thing. I'll buy that. But I'm going to ask myself a question and answer it if that's cool. Buy or sell... Yes, Bill? Oh, hello. Buy or sell that it will be popular as quickly as the plan tournament. Sell. Sell. I think you're talking like a five to ten year timeline for people to accept it and like it. And won't it take like that first superstar playing in that tournament to really change it? Like a couple years ago, if I'm remembering correctly, we had Warriors Lakers. And like you had Steph, you had LeBron, and like that that made the playing tournament feel bigger, at least to me, the average fan. I think that they're going to have a model in which there's a financial reward, a pretty serious financial reward for whoever wins that thing. And it's gonna be middle of the season and I there have been plans that have gone back and forth on whether or not the, those those games probably count for the regular season up until the championship. But I think no, I think I, I think it's going to be more about it feeling like it actually matters. So for those of you soccer fans, what I'm talking about, right? You've got your domestic championship, you've got your Champions League championship, and you've got your you know little domestic tournament. There's not a Champions League equivalent in the NBA, but I think it'll be like winning the Copa del Rey or the FA Cup or whatever the equivalent is in Paris or Germany. I know that you because I'm a huge soccer fan. Your eyes glazed over. I, I just want to sell your response. Just sell it. Sell. But if I can't get you to watch Friday Night Lights without being like, it's not very good. I'm not going to get you to watch soccer. not a good TV show. I don't know that's, what else to tell you. You're supposed to tell me something. That's bad. That's a terrible take. I'm not a liar, Bill. I'm not a liar. You get my honest takes on this show. For I do love better or for worse, and usually it's worse. Always for better. All right, let's continue in the NBA here. After just two summer league games, the Orlando Magic have shut down first overall pick Paolo Boncaro. Magic head coach Jamal Mosley said, quote, I want to give these other guys an opportunity to play, kind of be able to show what they're capable of doing, end quote. Buy or sell the Orlando Magic shutting down Pablo Boncaro for the rest of summer league. I'm going to go buy. This is the right move. You saw what you needed. Um, I think it's uh, yes. I think it's fine. Can I give you my pronunciation of his name? I think it's really hard. Go for it. I did this the other day for HQ. I have Paulo Bancaro. We'll go with that, Paulo. No, I don't know. Am I doing it wrong? Uh, very well. I may be doing it wrong. Thanks to my buddy Bruno. Thanks, Bruno, who's Catalan and speaks Catalan and Spanish. I've been walking around Barcelona saying something that I thought was like. I like that, and it was some version of "I'm the cool, I love myself so much." Let's definitely go with that, though. If he knows, well, I do, if he I if he's one. native to the language and making you say awkward things in yeah. public, you like that? You gonna buy that? Buy. Point is, I'm not exactly a pronunciation king. Is the point? But I I have Bancaro down. We'll go with Bancaro. Here's the only thing: I really care about it. 
Bye. Hello. All right, let's get to some baseball here. Now, I know it makes you so happy to know that Albert Pujols and Miguel Cabrera will both take part in next week's All-Star game as part of the new clause in the CBA. Are you doing this again? We are, but the I'm going to dumb honorary. I saw you, you, know, you, like, you, you want me to like, ask Middlebrooks about it. Maybe just ask about mediocrity. And maybe we can give everybody a trophy for showing up. I'm not doing this on purpose to get all you right. all worked up. But I'm going to take it all a right. step further. No. Actually, not me. Yeah. Albert Pujols is taking it a step further by participating in the home run derby as well. Now, Pujols currently sits fifth all-time in career homers with okay. 684. But he has just five this season. Buy or sell Albert what a, Pujols what an all-star. competing in the home run derby. What an all-star. You already know the answer. Sell. Sell. Hey, kids, you want to go watch some major leaguers hit home runs and an old man pull his hamstring swinging a bat? Now, what if I told you it was just no. one of the two? He was just going to be in the home run derby and not the all-star game. You know what? I think we found a compromise. Save this when, when, when uh, Bogus comes back from filming on, on DA show. Yeah, you can do the meaningless activities. But you can't do the meaningless activities plus the all-star. Make him the honorary skipper. He's not an all-star. <laughs> what about Miguel Cabrera being in there? It's not the NBA. Oh, my God. The Major League Baseball all-star game is not a career achievement event. It's, it is an evaluation, analysis, and reward poorly constructed based on how they select guys, but still of excellence in a given season up to that point. I, I don't make the rules. I mean, if you're going to have Albert Pools in, why don't we just have a bunch of random guys? Let's just make it the Hall of Fame, so the Hall of Fame futures game. It's the Hall of Fame present or past game. Everybody that's going to be maybe in the Hall of Fame can play in the game. We'll just get rid of the other guys. I'm glad you've had a chance over this last week to really, you know, let I them settle the... and, and cool off about this topic. It's so dumb. Albert Pools is no longer good at baseball. Somebody wants to pay him to pretend to be good because they like selling his jersey. That's on them. Cool. Do it. Awesome. I'm excited about his Hall of Fame enshrinement. I think he's amazing. I think he's modern-day Ted Williams. I think only Mike Trout's a better baseball player in, my, in this century and maybe my lifetime as a position player. Doesn't make him an all-star. Do you know who's also? You know who I think is amazing? I think Greg Maddox is amazing. He's not an all-star. Randy Johnson was incredible. He's not an all-star. Mad Bum used to single-handedly win series for his team. He, is, he wasn't an all-star even when he was still, like, sort of okay. You're not an all-star just because you did some four, three years ago. <laughs> I know you're doing this on purpose. No, not me. I would never. I would never try and get you all riled up. It's not a charity event. I mean, do you know how many times people are going to, like, let Albert Pools, like, come to the softball game or go to the golf? Be like, it's Albert Pools. Let's, let's have him be the official. This is the Major League Baseball All-Star game for a sport that is incredibly, incredibly relevant locally and not nationally. And the last thing they need in their so-called national showcase is to roll out some 89-year-old and pretend that he's an All-Star. That's what the Hall of Fame is for. I'm not sure if you know this, but do you know what position Albert is playing this year? He's the universal DH. Yeah. Well, how about he's the universal DI for dumb idea? I really tried there. I really went for it. Tried to get you all riled up again. All right. Let's finish up with some golf here. Let's. Live golf versus the PGA Tour Mm. is a beef that isn't going away anytime soon. The Department of Justice is now investigating the PGA Tour and whether anti-competitive practices 
have been used against Live Golf. A PGA Tour spokesman told the Wall Street Journal, quote, this was not unexpected, end quote. Buy or sell the Department of Justice getting involved in the PGA Tour versus Live Golf beef. I never, ever, ever refuse to answer your questions because they're great. But I don't know the legalese. I actually don't know enough on the legalese side. Can you can you fill me with information while I try to cool off from the stupid Albert Pujols? Pujols, I can't even say his name or anything. I'm, I'm so glad you got this worked up. You can't even say Albert's name I can't anymore. even say his name. Uh, I did read the legal jargon on this. I guess my overall take from it, are you surprised that it got this far? That we're talking about legal situations. Sell that I'm surprised, and here's why. Sell. The Saudis are incredibly powerful. They have tons of money. The president's in a pretty perilous political position. He really needs gas prices to go down. He's meeting with the crown prince of Saudi Arabia soon, despite the fact that he said that he wasn't going to allow that his words, if I remember right, prior state to, to come back into the good grace of America after they killed, dismembered allegedly, a Washington Post journalist and, and, and dissident. And, and so my point is the Saudi Arabian government has a lot of sway right now over American policy. It doesn't surprise me at all that the Justice Department is involved in this. You can force a president to sit down and talk with you when he doesn't want to for the hope that you'll help lower energy prices, gas prices, oil prices. Probably, probably can have them look at a little golf thing, too. That's my take. A little cynical. Probably because he went Albert, whatever his name, Pools, the all-star. I didn't put this clause in the new CBA. I didn't select him to the all-star team. It's so stupid. I'm just presenting you with the facts. Who's, I mean, it's just, it's just, remember when Ricky Henderson couldn't stop playing baseball? He was 80, he's like 103 years old playing in the Mexican League. He, he just like wouldn't go away. Was he an all-star? Let's get him back for the all-star game because he's Ricky Henderson. That's not what an all-star is. That's a former star. You want a former star game? We'll start a former star game. <laughs> he did it. You got me. I went too late. All right. We'll get, into, we'll get into Tiger Woods and why he's all mad after we get a CBS Sports Radio update. From Anthony Pierno. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union. 
who proudly serves the Armed Forces DOD, veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. The Seattle Mariners are baseball's hottest team, having won eight straight, thanks in part to their league-leading defense. The Mariners have committed an MLB best 30 years this season, earning them a 99% fielding percentage. The defense player that we get sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union. <laughs> you really want to give the Mariners some love, don't you? And defense is the only way I could do that. They've won eight straight. They're the best defensive team in baseball. Let's give them some love. Last time that you did you did them as, an, as the defensive player of the week, uh, a uh, responsibility you you asked for because you love defensive players of the week. I, I, I found that. I think it's really cool. Um, I think I made fun of the Mariners. It really changes week to week. And, you know, it depends upon how I'm feeling. But, yeah, yeah, we kind of ride the roller coaster with the Mariners here. You were a little, you were a little offended that I that I didn't give Seattle the love they deserve. Maybe they can have twelve All Stars. Just throw them on the All Star team. Um, Tiger Woods, elder statesman of golf, respected voice, important, obviously all time legendary player, is on the side of the pond that I'm currently on at the Open Championship, and had a, a fairly long, I think, soliloquy that is worth hearing. And when you hear Greg here, it's about Greg Norman, the head of Live Golf, where Tiger, I think, spoke power truth in a really important way about this important way about the state of golf the players who have chosen to go to live and and to play on um to play there i i disagree with it um i think that uh what they've done is they've, they've turned their their back on what has allowed them to get to this position um some players have never got a chance to even experience it. Uh, they've they've gone right from the amateur ranks right into, you know, that organization, um, and never really got a chance to to play out here and, and what it feels like to play a tour schedule or, or to um, play in some big events. And you know, who knows what what's going to happen in the near future with world ranking points. Um, the criteria for entering major championships. Um, the, the, the governing body's going to have to figure that out. And I, some of these players may, may not ever get a chance to play major championships. And that is a possibility. Uh, we don't know that for sure yet. It's up to the, all the major championship bodies to make that determination. But that is a possibility that um, some players will never, ever get a chance to play in a major championship, never get a chance to experience this right here. Um, walk down the fairways at Augusta National. I mean, uh, that, that to me, I, I just don't, I just, to me, I just don't understand it. And I understand the criticism that people might level is, well, you don't understand it because you're a billionaire and these guys want money. Greed is not an excuse for the actions these guys have taken. It's just not. It's an explanation it's not an excuse. Diesel, as I've thought about this live golf thing, I have thought mildly, you know, with a sort of mild level of commitment, that I want the four golf majors who will act independently in this to ban live golfers from the event. Tiger's Tiger, Tiger talking about it and the purity with which he loves those events and spoke about those events beyond just the money and the fame and all those things are part of it. That, to me, was the final, like, okay, like, I'm all in. Don't ever let these guys touch foot on what is fairly sacred soil for those golfers like Tiger Woods who see that part of the game as much as all the worldly benefits that obviously come with being as good at golf as, as those guys are. 
We talk about it all the time on this show. There are very few athletes, very few, who are bigger than the sport that they play, are bigger than the team that they play on. Tiger Woods is one of those athletes. That's a great point, dude. Probably, if we're looking at current athletes, I'd probably say LeBron James at times with certain certain things. It's Tiger, maybe Messi, Pools, of course, the (laughs) All-Star. But... When Tiger says something like, we don't know if the criteria is going to change, I'm very against it. Guess what? The people who make that criteria, they're listening to Tiger Woods. His words have weight. It could change. They could get banned. There could be stiffer penalties. It's all on the table. The problem becomes money is, is the thing that lured these guys, and money's the issue you know, the Masters, the Open Championship, the U.S. Open, if enough golfers who they think draw eyeballs go to live golf, it's going to create so much pressure for one or several of these majors to allow them to play just so they can get the ratings they want. And if it's one, then it puts pressure on the other three. If it's two, right, it becomes ten times the pressure. Three, it becomes a thousand times the pressure. So, unfortunately, I think in the long run, these guys will play in these events. If you're Phil, if you're Brooks Kepka, if you're Dustin Johnson, and you know on the PGA Tour, hey, you want to play there? Go get your money. You can't play in the Masters. You can't play in the Open Championship. I don't know how much that sways people. Somebody like Tiger, who, who I get it, doesn't have to be concerned with money, but you just heard the purity in him talking. He loves this. He loves it. I know, but I, I and I agree. We're in total agreement. I also don't think Kep. I don't believe Kepka. And these other players were, would have left all of them without some sort of back channel assurance. Let it blow over. Will be. I mean, the timing is probably constructed intentionally. This year, you have to let them play because they've already sent out the invitations. We'll decide next year. It may already be, be decided. I, I agree, though. I hope. I hope Tiger is able to, you know, marshal some support and push aggressively for these guys to be banned. You want to destroy the PGA? Fine. You don't get to be part of the th- four events that. We're a big part of their success. That's a show. That's a wrap. Thank you to Will Middlebrooks. Thank you to D-Cell. Thank you to Anthony Pierno. I'm Bill Ryder. Appreciate you. See you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.